Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into a brand new episode of the Face Turn Army podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network. I'm your host, Noah Trombley, joined as always by Mike the Punmaster, Rifkin, Jeff Knapp, and Allison Wiener. Guys, how are we doing tonight? Well, I feel like you're calling, we have a timeless Tony, so why don't you call me the wonderful one? <laughs> or the awesomest? Or amazing? I'll put it under consideration. No! <laughs> Oh man! Well, while we while we talk about nicknames, uh, we're we're gonna talk quickly about. Um, I got it. And the aesthetic, Allison Weiner. The aesthetic, Allison Weiner. Under consideration. Uh, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna talk quickly. We're gonna do full gear predictions tonight because obviously AEW full gear takes place tomorrow night, November eighteenth, twenty twenty three. But we got some big news uh, earlier yesterday that WWE has announced yet another overseas pay-per-view or premium live event as they announced that next year's backlash will be held at the LDLC arena in France. So WWE is going to host their first pay-per-view event ever in France. And so next year, Mike, we now have three pay-per-views that will all be overseas. We have backlash in France. We have bash at the Berlin, which will be at the end of August and we have Elimination Chamber, which will be in Perth, Australia. Let's go all out, man. All out. Every country gets a uh-huh. different review. Mike, I love it. But aren't they going to go all in? No, they're not going to go. If they were to go all but, in, we, we're just waiting for international mania. As in AEW. <laughs> no, I, I got you, but we need international mania they, to happen. Here... Here's where I think WWE should go. Do a Tokyo show. They haven't done a Tokyo show in eight years. I know. Mm. And New Japan is kind of on a downward trend. So maybe if you got like some New Japan stars in there, maybe kind of help. Hmm. There's been the rumblings about them having interest in Okada. I just read that today. Mm -hmm. Interest in Okada. There's apparently like, um, according to many reports, you know, there's a, still a good chance that Will Ospreay could go there. He's well, we, big in Japan, big in New Japan. I mean, the, obviously, the prevailing rumor is, we'll talk about it on Full Gear, that he will be the big signing that will take place tomorrow night. But, you know, if it's not him, there's still that chance that Ospreay could go to WWE. So, big Japan. I think I know who the official signee is going to be, and I'll talk about it when we talk we, about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll talk about it when we get to the show. We need that Ospreay-Rollins match. Oh, my God, that'd be so Give me just give that me that match fatal, will be just, six stars right there. Just give me a fatal four way match of Seth Rollins, Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay, and Okada. Just give me that, and I'll be happy for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, that match would be 18 stars, it'd be so so good. Um, and also, additionally, they announced that the SmackDown beforehand will also take place at that same arena in France, kind of like what they did with Backlash this year, where they had the SmackDown occur in Puerto Rico the night before Backlash took place in Puerto Rico. Okay, woo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no big news. I mean, WWE is truly going international right now. They are take they are capitalizing on all of this momentum. Like I said, they've got Australia in February. Then, of course, now we got Backlash in France. Bash at Berlin, where I think Gunther wins the world heavyweight title. Please. Um, Wait, so are we going to get another Canadian pay-per-view? Maybe like a SummerSlam again or like... I feel like Canada is so... 
Canada's close enough to the U.S. It feels just kind of like part of their U.S. tour, you know? They'll just put, like, Chamber or, you know, some pay-per-view up in there. And it's another country, in a way. Let's put it this it, way. It is another country. Game. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm surprised I think... they haven't... Um... I'm surprised they haven't done a show in Mexico City. I mean, I know they've been to Mexico City. But if they had a pay-per-view in Mexico City, um, it it would, I think, whatever the, uh, I don't remember the name of the arena in Mexico, the main marina in Mexico City, but you know that would sell out. Oh, for sure. Yes. 100%. And, And the crowds in Mexico, I don't know how many guys, I don't know how, how you guys, if you guys watch a lot of lucha, but those crowds are really into. They're very loud. They're very just like the European crowds. They're very loud and very mm-hmm. vocal. With these, I don't know what these spinning things are called, right. but you can hear them. You can hear oh, that. Oh yeah, the, those things. Yeah, I oh, think it's I like Mexico's version of the Luchazella. Like what Lucha House Party had those little things that they <laughs> around and everything. We don't talk about Lucha House Party, okay? But. Bring yeah, I, mean, I hope I hope they the house parties. I hope they keep going with this because I love them going to Australia. I would love for them if they went to Tokyo. Love that they're going to France. Well, well mm-hmm. you know the good thing, Grayson Waller does get one wish. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be like a WrestleMania because it's gonna be like sixty five thousand tickets, and reportedly they're almost all like I think it was like eighty five percent of them had sold within the first two days. It's like mm. it, you it's know just... what this could be. I feel like something tells me Grayson Waller will win a title. He'll probably win something there. United States title at the chamber. No, it's him in theory win the tag team titles. Ooh, that would be good too. I think they, I think that could happen too. But I mean, like you know, WWE is just a hot product right now, so and they're capitalizing on it. And oh yes, when, when you're hot, you're hot. I mean, there was a there was a quote I saw today that was the ticket number so far. The average ticket sales for AEW right now is like three thousand five hundred. The average ticket sales, we're including live events in this for WWE, is around ten thousand. Oh wow! Like WWE is just killing it right now, and well, so you, you know what a big part of it is something we talked about last week. He who shall not be named is finally gone. Yeah, and I think people are like, and he didn't sell just like eight million. He sold eight hundred million of his stock. He almost sold the whole thing. Wow, that, that's a little bit of an update. He almost sold all of his stock in in the company. Don't you dare go to TNA and try to compete with WWE, I swear to God. Uh, uh, but let's talk now, let's switch gears, and let's talk about Full Gear, which is, of course, AEW's next pay-per-view that will be emanating live from California in the uh, Kia Forum, formerly known as the Staples Center, uh, tomorrow night, uh, November 18th. Weird that they're doing it in on Saturday. They've been doing Sunday shows all year, and all of a sudden it's... So there's no collision then tomorrow night. It's no tonight. collisions tonight. They're doing three hours tonight. Two they're hours three, collision and yeah, an hour of rampage. Yeah, they're doing collision and rampage both tonight. So interesting. They're doing it on Saturday. Oh, I but, watch. Oh, I didn't realize that. I'm going to go split back and forth between collision. Oh, and there might be like say a Lakers game on or a, a no. Lakers home game tomorrow. True. Well, Sunday you mean? Or Sunday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because tomorrow is pay per view. So we've got a lot of matches. So let's hope maybe maybe AW can get some momentum back with this show. So let's go ahead and get right into our predictions for this pay-per-view event. And Mike, let's start off with the pre-show match. This is for the ROH World Tag Team Championships as the Guns, Austin, and Colton take on MJF and a partner to be announced. So I'll give you you a two-parter on this, Mike. 
Who's MJF's mystery partner and who wins? My gut feeling is MJF's mystery partner is now Roderick Strong. That, that, that's where I'm going to go with this one. I think it's Roderick Strong. So you're going yeah. next strong. I, I'm going next strong. Um, and I think this is a bad night for MJF. So I think the guns wind up winning the ROH tag titles. Hey Jeff, what do you think? I think it's I think he's gonna cave into Samoa Joe. Ooh. Now here's the here would be the kicker. Him and Samoa he caves in, takes Samoa Joe. They retain the tag titles, but then Samoa Joe then gets his match with uh, MJF, beats him for the championship, and they're still tag team champions. Mm. You think now Joe... he has? To... Oh, okay. Now he has to stay a champion with Joe, who now has the title he was beaten for. In- interesting. Okay. Allie, what do you think? I think whoever is the devil could be the tag team partner in a way. It's oh, it's an interesting twist because I know we were all okay. thinking. Who's the devil watching MJF? Devil's Tony Khan. Okay. And so they're do doing the announce. Are they doing the announcement for the signing tonight or tomorrow? Tonight. Tonight. Okay. Oh no! Wait, tomorrow for full gear for the new signing. But okay. So you're so you're saying that the devil is taking out all of his friends because he wants to be the tag team champion. Yep. Interesting. Okay. So who do you think it is? Gosh, this is gonna be a toughie. This is a tough decision because I haven't thought of it. But they always say keep your enemies, keep your rivals close. I'm not going to say. I, oh. I don't know who. Okay. Well, then we'll go to the next one. Does MJF keep the tag titles? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm going with Jeff on this one. I think he's going to cave into Samoa Joe, and I think Joe and MJF will be the the tag team champions going in, but I'm going the guns win. I think Joe turns on MJF. I think he screws him out of the titles to, to go into the main event later in the night to kind of give that a little bit more fuel. And I think the guns are going to walk out the ROH tag team champions. All right, Allie up next, we have Hikaru Shida defending her AEW women's world championship against timeless Tony storm. This is where I'm going to talk about the new signing here. Hikaru wins. But the new signee is Mercedes Monet. She officially comes to AEW and challenges Hikaru. Same okay. night. So you're, going Hik- title. so you're going Hikaru Shida regains the championship or retains. Oh, I'm going back to that devil thing. The devil won't be revealed until the main event. Okay. So we don't know who the devil is until the main event. Oh, you think they, he wrestles with the devil mask on? You know how MJF was the devil at all about a year ago? I'm now so lost. We went into Tony Storm Sheeta. I'm back going back to this. Devil. And I'm going, the devil is his partner. And then the devil. And he never takes the mask off. The devil is Vince McMahon. Okay, that's a, okay. All right. But you're I'm going, going to, back okay, so to that... Hikaru. I'm saying Hikaru retains Mercedes debuts. Either we're getting a match with Hikaru and Mercedes right away, or we're getting a stare-off. Okay. 
I can't disagree with you more, Allie. I think Timeless Tony Storm is 100% winning this match. They they love this gimmick. This gimmick is getting over with people. Again, I, I'm not in on it right now, but it is over with the crowd. It's over with a bunch of people. 100% I think Tony Storm wins this. Mike, what do you think? I, I think Tony Storm wins also, and everyone will be throwing their shoes. Uh, Jeff, what do you think? Uh, I, th- I think it's going to be Sheeta is going to retain the title. I mean, she what? just got the title not that long ago. And just because I really detest champions losing their titles very quickly. I think I, it I, kind of makes like the person who is the champion, not almost not worthy of being the champion. Like it was yeah. a flip, kind of like being Buster Douglas uh, in boxing. Mm. I, f- I feel bad because I feel like they just see Hikaru Shida as that. They just see her as the person that they can just be a transitional champion to go from one person to the other. That's unfortunately where I think she is right now. So it sucks to say, but we'll see. I mean, the thing is, Tony Storm, let this gimmick go. Let her win the title of Revolution. Maybe. I just think they're going to capitalize on when it's hot. So we'll see. Uh, Jeff, we have a six-man tag team match as Sting, Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland make makes his pay-per-view wrestling debut, taking on Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. Oh, uh, Sting, um, Copeland, and Allen are definitely getting in the win. And I don't know who will get the pin, but there's no way that uh, Nick Wayne isn't the one getting pinned. Mm-mm. I think I know who. Jeff. Okay. So, Allie, right who are you going with? I'm going with the same people, but Adam Edge Copeland pins his former best friend, Christian Cage. You got to save that, though. Yeah. Well, don't you? You got to save that moment when Edge, when Adam beats Christian, right? I, I think he might get a two count on him. Yeah. Ooh. Like he, he can hit a like spear a and get two and or Luchasaurus puts like his foot on the rope or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you're going with Team Sting, Allen, Copeland. Yes, but it's so Christian Cage is still the real TNT champion, correct? We're going on yeah. with this. Yeah. Uh Mike, what do you think? I, I I'm going with Sting, Copeland, Darby Allen. There's just too easy. Copeland pins either Nick Wayne or Luchasaurus. I don't think it'll be Christian. It's one of the other two. I think Sting pins Luchasaurus. That to me is the way okay. this match goes. That way, then Ric like, Flair comes you out. You save, you save the, you save uh, Copeland Christian. You save Alan Wayne. You save all that. Just have Sting pin Luchasaurus. I think Team Sting wins. All right. Up next, we have Orange Cassidy defending the AEW International Championship against John Moxley. Of course, we all know what happened. John Moxley beat him at All Out, but then about a couple of weeks later, John Moxley got a very bad concussion. Thankfully, he's okay now. But in that moment, he lost the international championship to Ray Phoenix, and then Orange Cassidy beat Ray Phoenix back for the championship. And now we're getting the rematch of the All Out match. I think this match is going to go the exact same way. I think they wanted to put the bell on Moxley, so I think they're going to make up for it here. I'm going to say John Moxley regains the international championship. Mike, what do you think? I, I, I'm going to go and still. I, I, I think Orange Cassidy finds a way. I also think we've been brewing this House of Black versus BCC thing. Mm-hmm. What of the House of Black just costs Moxley? Ooh. So I'm yeah. going to go oh, Orange yeah. Cassidy there. 
Okay. Jeff, what do you think? I was going to go with Moxley definitely winning it, but now with that thought now in my head, I can now see Orange Cassidy retaining the title. I could see that now. The House of Black coming in and screwing Moxley. Oh, I like that. That's a really good. It's uh, <laughs> a great idea. Now, if they don't get get involved, then it's definitely going to be Mox. But uh, who are you? Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to go with the uh, Cassidy retaining the title because of outside interference. Because so far, at least one match in every one of their pay per views has had outside interference. Mm-hmm. Could this be the one? that they use outside interference. Ooh. I think so. Allie, what do you think? Now thinking about it, that would be interesting to have House of Black cost on the match, but the House of Black's got to have their match first, which, if you don't mind, or then again, if we don't, if we're going to go into the tag team, can BCC also cost House of Black their match? It could. So... Who are you officially going with? I'm going freshly squeezed. Okay. All right, Mike. Up next in a Texas death match in California, mm-hmm. we have love <laughs> Texas death matches in California. Yeah, we have. So it's a... called the Death Valley match. Then yes, we have a true oh, blood feud going on. A man who loves these Texas death matches. We have Hangman Adam Page taking on Swerve Strickland. Okay. I think Hangman actually has to win this match. Mm. Because if Hangman loses, the question goes, where does he go from here? Where Swerve still has some things he could go do. I think this elevates Hangman back into the main event scene, so I'm going to go Hangman. Okay. Jeff, what do you think? Well, first, I think this is going to be a great match. Um, if it's a clean win, it has to be Hangman because what's the point? The only way I would have because it's a death match, so anything goes, anything can happen. It would have to be Swerve getting the win. Huh. It could be Swerve getting the win also with outside interference because sometimes they do like to overload on that. And you bring in Prince Nana, you bring in Brian. Um, uh, Chris uh, Brian Cage, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, the other guy from the embassy, um, Prince Nana. The Gates of Agony, yeah. But if that happens, then there will be like one final, but uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with um, Hangman, uh, with the, with the victory, and I think he's just gonna brutalize, he's gotta brutalize, he's gotta make like look like a murder scene out there. It's got to be blood. Okay. Allie, what do you think? Like, I have to go swerve on this because you, I mean, I know where Hangman will go next. And I don't know because this is a tough one, another toughie right here. But I feel like if you want to push swerve to the top, you pull the trigger on swerve. But the thing is that swerve could, if Hangman wins, Good for him. Again, going back to what you guys said. What happens if Hangman wins? Where does he go from there? Does mm-hmm. he go for the AEW championship? Does he 
by other people. The the crazy thing with AEW is they have way too many people. Honestly, they have way too many people that could be main eventers. It's crazy because they tr- they're trying to yeah. elevate people, but that people are staying at the top. It's just like you got way too many people in this company. I know. But I'm with this match. Your next AEW World Champion is not Wardlow. It's not Hangman. It's not Omega. It's not Osprey. It's none of those guys. Your next AEW World Champion is Swerve Strickland. Mm. I think they are pushing him right to the moon. I'm going Swerve Strickland to win this match. I think he's about to really take off here in AEW. They've been brewing this for a while. And I'm going to go. They pulled the trigger. They're really throwing us for a swerve. They are. Uh-huh. But All right. who's all the guys? All right, Jeff, in our next match, we have the Golden Jets being Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho taking on the Young Bucks, of course, Matt and Nick Jackson, with the stipulation being if the Golden Jets win, they get the Young Bucks' World Tag Team Championships opportunity, but if the Young Bucks win, the Golden Jets must disband. Ooh. Uh, This is a tough one. I think it's got to be it's got to be Omega and Jericho for the win. I mean, if they're kind of sort of teasing some type of friction, what better way to advance that than to have their title opportunity taken from them by one of their best friends? I, I would their best friend and questionably the leader of 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 the group of the elite. Mm-hmm. So you're going with the Golden Jets? Yeah. All right, Allie? I got to agree with them. I mean, you just put them together. Okay. Mike? I'm going three for three. I'm going Golden Jets. All right, I'm going to make it four for four. I'm going the Golden Jets. I think that that's how you advance the whole Young Bucks turning heel story against Kenny, all this friction that they've been building up with Kenny and Chris. The whole Don Callis family. I think that's where we're going. The Young Bucks joined the Don Callis family. Ooh. I think that's exactly where we're going. That's how you oh. really stick the knife into Kenny Omega is by joining his arch rival right now at the current moment. All right. Allie up next for the TBS championship. It's a three-way match as Chris Statlander defends against Julia Hart and Sky Blue. Hmm. You know... I don't know what Chris Statlander has done with the title, but I I gotta say this, Julia Hart. They it's time they are it's they time are the House of Black has made a star out of Julia Hart. I'm 100 with you, Allie. I'm going Julia Hart wins this match. I I, I feel bad for Statlander because they have given her nothing with this title. Like I cannot tell you one memorable thing that's happened in this run. They've, oh, yeah. they've other than how she won it, like she won it in this amazing way, and then just did has done absolutely nothing with it. This is why I think AEW is so cold right now. They're not following up on anything. Like no. they've done nothing with Statlander. They've done nothing with Hangman. They've done nothing with um like Darby. Darby just kind of follows Sting along at this point. They just kind of flip up the title with Hikaru Shida and Soraya for, I feel like, no reason. Just, if you want Tony Storm to win, have her beat Soraya. That's the feud, I thought. It just feels like they're kind of going back and forth here. We'll get to another reason why I think AEW is so cold right now, but I'm going to agree with you. I think Julia Hart's the one to beat Stalin for the title. Mike, what do you think? 
to, to go off the point, though, like, I think anybody who won the TBS title next was going to underwhelm to a degree. Probably because Jade no held- one was going to do what Jade did. Um, I'll be different. I'm going to say Sky Blue. I, I think that's oh. someone else. They've been teasing a lot of stuff between Sky Blue and Julia Hart. Maybe that leads to Julia Hart winning. But I'm going to go Sky Blue for now just to be different. Jeff? Mm. Uh, I would love to see Statlander retain the title because I, I like everything that she brings, but the way they're presenting her is very underwhelming. It's just very, like, nothing to write home about, mm-hmm. at least with Julia, and I'm waiting for the shoe to drop on her at some point for some odd reason, but I like her for me personally, I like her, the dark imagery. Um, reminds me of like, she could be in a metal band. So I kind of like that dark imagery. Um, I love the look and she's been getting much better week after week, month after month. She, you could tell she's training, she's getting better. Um, and, and same with sky blue. I mean, the, the match that she had, uh, last week was really good. Uh, her and uh, uh, Red Velvet. But I do think, you know, you could have it where she looks like she might almost win the championship and then she gives it up to to Julia Hart as maybe under, almost like falling under her spell. Yeah. So That's what um, they've been teasing. They've been teasing this like Julia Hart has this like power over people. Yeah. So, But at least with Julia Hart, you might get, you might get some type of presentation out of her. Yeah, and that's what they're lacking with some some of the other wrestlers. Is like I understand they're great wrestlers, but you need presentation. Even there was always presentation to great wrestling, and I think they're I, missing out with that. Not to go too far off, but I think that's why what we talked about earlier is WWE is such a hot product because I think they found that perfect balance of storytelling and that sort of stuff. But also yeah. still having great matches every week. Like I mean, last week, this past Monday Night on Raw, you had Cody and Jay versus Judgment Day. It was a fantastic main event, and you had yeah. DIY versus Imperium or DIY versus the Creed Brothers, which was a pretty fun match. So you mix that in, you find this great bit of storytelling with the Drew thing and all this stuff. So it, it, it is this perfect balance. AEW still, I think, trying to find that balance because, like you, like like I said, Jeff, going off what you said. About Statlanders, like they've done nothing with her. They've yeah. done nothing. Like you said, nothing to write home about with Statlander. Yeah. I mean, I love I love Tony Khan. I'm so, so grateful what he's done. But at times, maybe he doesn't need to be in the creative process. He needs if a head I'm, writer. I, I think if I had the ability to let the, to tell them what to do and and tell them who to hire. I would say, okay, give the book to Brian Danielson um, and add in a, like one or two old school wrestlers who like big names. Like they could have used Arn Anderson when he was still there. They mm-hmm. could use Telly Blanchard when he was still there. Or get some good oh, writers, my, you know. Jake Roberts. I mean, how you're not using Jake Roberts' mind to to help with yeah, creative? It's, it is so. ridiculous. Get what, and then maybe um, somebody who. Even Billy Gunn, because he's yeah, seen, it, seen it all, done it all. 
I'm sure he producer can Jericho, Jericho right there too. Yeah, and Jericho. I mean, yeah, Don Callis even. Well, I think honestly, I think I think I heard an interview, Mike, where I think Jericho said he doesn't want to do that. He he wants to focus. He doesn't want to. But you can use his head. Like, listen, yeah. I have this. I pick his brain. Okay, that's the point I'm making. Yeah. All right, let's get back to the predictions. Uh, we go to a fatal four-way match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships as Ricky Starks and Big Bill, team that randomly just squashed FTR for no reason, take on La Facion, that is uh, Rush and Drillistico, uh, take on versus FTR, Cash and Dex, Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood, versus the Kings of the Black Throne, that being Malachi Black and Brody King. I'm 100% going off of what I the one I just said. Julia Hart wins the TBS championship. Kings of the Black Throne win the tag team championships. The House of Black almost all have gold. And then I think Buddy Matthews goes after a certain international championship later on. Mm-hmm. And then that's how we get the House of Black have all gold. I'm going with Kings of the Black Throne. Mike? I was going to go Kings of the Black Throne too. Until I brought we brought up the Moxley thing. BCC gets their revenge. Mm. FTR regains their world tag team titles mm. and become the newest members of the Blackpool Combat Club. Ooh. Oh. FTR joins Blackpool Combat Club? Oh, we're getting crazy up in here. <laughs> I you know what? I would give that a shot. I I would be, wouldn't be against that. Jeff, what do you think? With that all in mind, it all depends upon where it lies in the show. So if it's Moxley getting screwed first, then I could see uh, I could see uh, um, Malachi Black and Brody King not winning the championships. But if it's reversed then I do see them uh, you know, getting I, – I do see them winning. If it's not them winning and they get screwed over, uh, I I hope it's not FTR, and I love FTR to death. But how many times do we have to see them lose and then get all the way back to win it, to lose it again eight months, mm-hmm. nine months down the road? Maybe it's time to put you know somebody uh, somebody else somebody else in there. Mm-hmm. So who are you officially with? Uh, I, just, I need harder. Say, I need hard predictions, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, um, black and king. Okay, Allie, what do you think? Ooh. This is gonna be tough because honestly, any one of them could be the winner. But I'm gonna go with what Mike said about the black will come back costing. The Kings, actually, you know what? I'm going to say Ricky and Bill retain because of interference. Okay, so Ricky and Big Bill retain. All right. (laughs) And finally, Mike, we have the main event as MJF defends the AEW World Championship against Switchblade Jay White. I love Jay White. He has not done what I thought he would do in the build-up of his character. I'm going Max against all odds. I'm going to go Max retains. Jeff? I have to go with MJF retaining 
because you're leading it up to him facing Samoa Joe at, for the championship at some point. Allie? Gotta go with Max. It was just, honestly, what has Jay White done besides mm-hmm. steal the title? Yeah, yeah. I'm going four for four. I'm going MJF uh, retains against Jay White. The devil reveals himself to be CM Punk. That is my official prediction. That it was all a ruse. The whole firing was a ruse, everything. So, but we'll get to that when we see what happens tomorrow night uh, at AEW Full Gear. But that's going to do it for you. You want to go through the uh, signing? I know Ali brought up Mercedes Monet. That's true. Oh, the signing. Yes, I forgot about that. So there is a big announcement that there is a big signing happening tomorrow night at Full Gear. Allie's already made her prediction that Mercedes Monet is the big signing. That's been one of the bigger names. There's also been another big name going around. Mike, is that who you think it is? Uh, yeah, I think it's Will Ospreay. I, I think it's one of the two because I, I read online, so it said it, it could be Dolph Ziggler. But I don't even know if his no competes done yet. And Ziggler would not be a big name to sign. Not at years. this point. A, a, a not at this point. If we're talking like five or six years ago, yeah. maybe. But right now, it's like his star power is so much lower than it was five or six years ago. Even when he was, yeah, it, it has to be one of the two. It has to be either Osprey or it has to be Mercedes Monet. Anything less than that, it's not a big signing. Yeah. Jeff, what do you think it is? I know everybody wants it to be Osprey, but I don't think his contract is up with New Japan yet. I'm I'm leaning I'm leaning more towards Ziggler. But it could also I mean they never said it was like the biggest signing. Did I don't think they said No, they just are promoting it as a like big a, a big, big a big time, a big wrestler, known world. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking more uh, either Ziggler or um, or Bra. Oh my god! It could be Riddle. I I never thought that about would Riddle. be interesting because that thought either or would work for me. Where they drop the ball on them is remains to be seen, uh, but I think both styles could work. And to, and to and, uh, go off your point, Jeff, how funny would it be if Matt Riddle debuts for AEW in basically the same week that Randy Orton returns to WWE? Oh yeah, <laughs> that is so funny. And I think they said it was they were didn't they they said something about well liked and well respected. I, you know, a lot of people get rubbed the wrong way by Monet. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, the a lot of people still like her, but I think where it really started to go downhill for for her, as far as a fan's perspective, was that whole autograph signing a while back. Remember where she wouldn't allow anybody to stand next to her. Wow, that that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. I mean, she'll she probably do? get cheered. She wouldn't let anybody except for a few a few women stand next to her. Not one man stood next to her. She wasn't. She wouldn't allow it. Like when I say oh. next to her, I mean they had to be like it was like it, seven to ten feet away. It, it, it I is think like three younger girls got to stand next to her. Beyond that, no. It is weird because like we see, it's amazing how good WWE was at like 
at like hiding these faults from people because I mean, we would never put up with that. Like, Hey, you're yeah. making our business bad. So it's like, now that you're seeing them in outside of that bubble it is you're seeing more of their personality and more of, you know, how they actually are. And so it is crazy to think about because we all yeah. see Sasha Banks as this like amazing wrestler and this beautiful person. And then it's just like, now it's like, we're seeing the side of her. It's like, Oh, maybe WWE were right in letting her go. Yeah. And, and, you know, obviously I don't like that. They traded her for Ronda Rousey, but that, that's the other rumor <laughs> that's going around online. If it's Ronda Rousey, Rousey that I will laugh Wait. my ass off. Wait a minute. Ronda just wrestled in a tag team match with Marina Spear, her friend. Yeah. Oh, so she that, could that, be. That's not the. It, 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 that, that's, that's not, not the way I would go. That is purely signing Ronda Rousey just to spite WWE. That's all that is. Yeah, that, that is. Plans for that, her. that would be a very lame signing. It would be. A, yeah. it, I would laugh because it's like that is not a big signing. That is you just spiting WWE. That's all you are doing. I'm going with it's Will Ospreay. I think it has to be Will Ospreay because they've teased it so much. And I don't maybe maybe it could be like the contract starts in 2024. Like you said, Jeff, like when his contract with New Japan officially runs out, like we go. And they, they've worked with New Japan, so I'm sure. And they've worked with New Japan, like, so uh, I'm sure they could work out the deal. Yeah. I'm going with Will Ospreay. I mean, I guess if Ospreay said, listen, the negotiations are going nowhere. Um, it's easier for me to get from the UK to America than it is from the UK to Japan. I yeah. want to be a little closer to home. Um, I well, and not only you, and, you never and, know. You know, it. I you know we we're seeing it. New Japan's on a bit of a like we think AEW is a cold product. New Japan is like really on a downward, mm. on a real downward spiral. Unfortunately, so maybe we'll Osprey seeing the ring on the wall, and he's like, "See ya, I'm out of here." But then again, I mean, if 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 you run New Japan and you see that your audience is starting to go downhill for whatever reason. And you got two guys that are rumored to be leaving with Okada and Osprey. That's my first two signings right there. Here, yeah. like, keep those guys, do whatever you have to do uh, to well, keep them. And in. I know well, Okada is pushing 40, but still, you and, can well, and at least get another six years out of them. Unfortunately, Jeff, though, the problem is like kind of what happened with AEW and Jade. You can offer all you want, but if her mind, if their minds are set, their minds. Yeah. Are set. Mm-hmm. And they can basically say, like, as Jade basically told AEW, it wasn't really about the money. It was about the opportunities that WWE could give her, which which are what more than AEW can as far as, like, her clothing brand and all this stuff like that, and for her to reach out. So she was like, it's pretty much the the decision has already been made. So no matter what AEW did, they weren't keeping her. Mm. Could be the same thing with Will Ospreay and Okada. If WWE WWE comes calling to Okada – and he's and he makes up his mind. It's like it's pretty much at the point of you can do anything, you can offer him anything you want, but his mind's probably already made up. Because he knows because Okada knows, like, like you just said, Mike, if they did Okada Rollins, that's a marquee WrestleMania match right there. Oh, I mean Okada versus Nakamura. A lot of people. Yeah. Like, like that's a oh. marquee WrestleMania match. Like he's if you have wrestling. If you could somehow get the title onto Nakamura, and then here comes 
usually your your first big surprise for the most part overall has been like number three four or so in the Royal Rumble. Here Okada. comes Okada. Oh, that'd I be, mean, that'd be something. WWE would never not announce somebody like Okada. I would think. But be, I'd be interested if he it kept would be. Uh, I mean, they didn't the announce that they kept... Styles when he did, until he yeah. did. Yeah, though, that's I knew the only rumors that my friend's signed. roof when they announced him. Yeah, when that then... I am phenomenal came up. I nearly jumped out of my seat. I was. Yeah, no, that was that to me right now is the best debut in WWE history. Is, is him showing up at the Rumble? Just like, whoa, what? Like, okay, I remember this. Like, I was watching it in my dorm in college, and I saw the I am. I was like. Oh my god, this has to be AJ Styles. This has to be. There's nobody else. Well, they screwed. yeah, that yeah, was and my... they just said phenomenal. I'm like, oh my god, that was yeah. one of my top two. That and Jericho, because I remember sitting in my room watching Jericho debut mm. that night because I had yeah. WCW on in the room next door. Yeah. I because I watched them both at the same time, and uh, when they he came Jericho, on, that you see Jericho pop up, and you're like, oh, what? Yep. I remember just just before he left, like the day after they said he was leaving, I went onto WCW's website and I bought before they took it off the shelves, I bought the uh WCW Monday Night Jericho t shirt. Mm, nice. And I still have it in my room. Awesome. <laughs> All right, well after that little trip down memory lane, what we could do. That is <laughs> That is going to do it for this episode of the Face Start Army podcast, part of the Sports Society Network. Check out the website, www.thesportssocietynetwork.com for great blogs, vlogs, planes, trains, and automobiles. Get this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And for Allison Wiener, Jeff Knapp, Mike the Pumpmaster Rifkin, I'm Noah Trombley. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll catch you all next week when we do Survivor Series War Games.